One o'clock hour here on 610 Sports Radio. Grinding away. Looks like the snow has stopped. It's kind of funny. There's a faint sun. It's just like right there. Like, see, I, I, I told you I was here. I told you I did my job. It's like those old guys across the hall that did their show today and just pissed all over the floor and left a thumbtack in the urinal. That's a true story. Cody Tapp, welcome to the show. Cody Tapp, host of Cody and Gold from 10 to 2 on 610 Sports Radio, Monday through Friday. How are you on this blizzard day? Uh, okay. I'm out and, and about a little bit now, okay. um, but then I'm just going to go back inside and never leave the house. You're about an hour. Yeah. Uh, you're a man with children. Do they beg to go outside in this, or is this when you're okay to have like a tablet day slash TV day, movie day, don't go outside? Even This is cold enough that even they're like, you know, they want to play in the snow most days. They're not even trying this time. They're like, no, it's fine. They'll play the Nintendo Switch. Later we'll put on some football. We'll make some hot chocolate and then never leave. Do you make your hot chocolate from scratch? Because I feel like you might have, like, cocoa beans that you grind up, and then you've got your own, like, way of making, like, marshmallows. Am I wrong on that, or do you have something in that ballpark? It's not quite that far, but I do make my own mix. Like, you know, I don't need to buy, like, the Nesquik. It's easy enough to just put the ingredients together in your house and put it in a jar. So normally before, right around winter starts, I'll make a big jar of it so that we can just kind of scoop and make it. But yeah. never make it with water. Always no. Just, just never make that mistake. Make it the right way. That way you're happy. Yeah, no kidding. I am uh, one of those guys when I was a kid. I put probably half a cup of uh, marshmallows and then filled the rest up uh, with hot chocolate. I was definitely that guy. I didn't, I didn't really enjoy the, the hot liquid. I just, just soak it up in the marshmallows and let me have my day. Cody, uh, any baking going on today? Any sort of like nice warm rye bread that gets baked on a day or a nice homemade cornbread with a nice homemade chili? So I haven't thought about it yet, but I was, I mean, I was literally texting my wife like 20 minutes ago. I got to bake something. Yeah. Good excuse to kind of warm up the house with the oven anyway. So I might make sourdough bread, mm. uh, but I, and then, cause then I can like put it soup later. So I haven't decided, but there'll be something in the oven. I wouldn't I, worry about that. I love that. love that. How do you, uh, what, what do you see this game being like today with the, with the frigid temperatures, the certain teams that are beat up offensively and defensively versus a Chiefs team that has a lot of experience in this time of year of the playoffs? Yeah, I assume most teams are going to try to run the ball. And I don't think that we've made a big enough deal of the fact that this is his first ever postseason start. But he's got to go against the most experienced guy in the entire postseason. That feels like it favors Kansas City pretty heavily. I think both are going to try to run. God, but God, in this weather, this might be one of the few times where I think Kansas City's run game is a better fit for what they're in for tonight than Miami. Because Miami's one of the best running teams in the league, obviously. So you would assume they'd be okay at that. But I guess I think Kansas City has found ways to grind it out against teams that are clearly inferior. We can have conversations about whether they can build and raise later. But I just think they're better than Miami today, so I expect them to win. Do you think that uh, Tyreek Hill has over or under 100 yards receiving today? Under. Under. I was questioning for a little bit. I thought it was fair to bring up. Hey, yeah. I think that they can slow down you know, Tyreek Hill two times in a row. But, man, if you look at the entire season with the stat, what Jerry Steve's done against number one wide receivers, he stopped him. And I think what's allowed for Jerry Steve to thrive is how good Trent Sutton is. You're going to do whatever you want when one side of the field is locked down. You can take bigger risks. You can be more physical, all those things. And so I, I just expect him to hold down Tyreek Hill again. All right, Cody, it's that time that we do it every single season in the playoffs. If they win today, we'll do this again next week. Uh, what is your score prediction? Chiefs first, Dolphins, and a winner. 23-17. I'll take the other. Cold weather slows them down, but I'll take the Chiefs to win it. 
And of course, when I think that, you know, Miami will come back late, maybe kind of how we did in the first day, mm-hmm. but I still think the Chiefs will hold on. 23-17. 23-17 is Cody Tapp's thing. You can hear Cody Tapp tomorrow. They'll have Andy Reid's press conference, or not tomorrow, Monday. He gets another day off. I, I apologize, but Monday. Remember, they'll have Andy Reid at 12 o'clock with that press conference, if anything is to be said. Cody, enjoy the weekend. Stay safe, stay warm, and enjoy that sourdough bread. Thanks. See you, Dusty. You bet. Cody Tapp, uh, co-host of Cody and Gold, uh, again, Unders, 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 unders. That is what it seems to be the theme today. Just tons of them. Just everybody taking the under, taking the under, which means I'm starting to think maybe I should take the over. Do you know how much the line has moved or if it's moved at all? Uh, I know it started off Chiefs for three and a half, and then it's all the way up to five now. Okay. For the for the, the spread. Do you know what the over-under was to start the week? I don't. I thought it was like 40. I think at one point it was 47 and a half. I could be wrong on that. Um, but I can tell you right now on DraftKings, it is 43 and a half and the chiefs are minus five. Okay. And so um, I, here's what, as soon as, as the chiefs were getting a, a bigger spread than the over under was probably dropping too. I would assume so, especially with weather coming out more and more. Cause they, they kind of knew that the weather was going to get there. Um, at some point, I think they knew that the weather was going to be bad. Cause I remember, uh, when they played the chargers last week and I was watching the news that night. And of course they do the 10 day forecast and they were like, we'll keep our eye on Saturday. Because Saturday looks like it could be frigid because they were talking about how the end of the week was going to tail off. Because they saw the snowstorm coming, right? They saw Tuesday getting here. Because I even texted the boss on Sunday. I was like, hey, there's a chance I can get really ugly on Tuesday night or Monday night. Uh, should we be driving into work? And he's like, yeah, we'll probably take a chance and not, not do that. The national championship game, we had the Chiefs Kingdom show. And then Tuesday, you woke up to, you know, depending on where you live, you woke up to like six to nine inches of snow everywhere around you. I know Pleasant Hill is just south of me from Lee Summit. They got 10.8. Lee Summit got every bit of nine, every bit of it. I guarantee it. Um, but I do find it interesting because I know a lot of the unders is, has, been, has been picked up, and we'll have Alex Gold coming up on the other side who's really into the whole betting aspect of it. But I just it, it seems like the one thing that sticks out to me because it's just that conversation that I had with Speck last night was just like, it could take just one five-yard drag right over the middle and somebody could go. And that could happen for both teams. It could take one missed tackle or a slip on the field because it's starting to freeze as they're playing, even though the field is heated while they're playing um, because Clark, uh, Clark Hunt is a smart owner and takes care of his field, like people in Vegas or in Arizona or in wherever else, um, Indianapolis. Uh, but it seems like those possibly – but it, it, when you look at the light of the game, like you think about what this is and you hear what Cody Tapp says, you heard what Beatup said – Run the ball. They're going to run the ball. People are going to try to go back to running the ball because you have more control that way. And then when you can try to emphasize the run game and try to get them to cheat a little bit or get them out of their comfort zone, then pow, you hit that Rasheed Rice connection over the middle or you hit that Travis Kelsey connection that is open because we know that Travis Kelsey, I believe, is one touchdown behind tying Jerry Rice all-time. And Travis Kelsey has not scored a touchdown in six consecutive weeks. Something has to give. Let me ask you this then. So if no. the <laughs> if the total points in this game was set at, let's just call it 45 even, right? Because we aren't exactly sure mm-hmm. where it was started. Is that a respect to the Miami offense? Is that a disrespect to the Chiefs defense? Because or, or are they just saying that the Chiefs are ready to explode in the playoffs? Why do you think it was set that high when we knew the weather was coming? Yeah, I don't know if it uh, where it was. I know the first time I looked at it, it was 44 and a half. Now it is 43 and a half as we just went live to DraftKings about it. But I think when you look at the game, I think you always have to put in the fact that it is Miami, right? It is 
Achan. They didn't know the status of Raheem Moster. Jalen Waddle was probably going to play. Uh, Tyreek Hill's on that team. Miami averages, you know, however much, 20, what, 24, 26 a game. The Chiefs, you know, they're a good team. But again, that num- that's where, like, betting is interesting because if you know the weather's cold and you're going to say that these guys probably aren't going to play and then you get to the point of, okay, wait till we get to Sunday and watch the thing drop, like, you could have gotten it at the highest point and now you're like, okay, I'm very comfortable now. Or you can be the whale and move slow and be like, I'm going to wait until everything's settled and everything's focused and we know exactly what's going on when it comes to this Chiefs game. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't think – I think it's – you have to involve a little bit of respect for that offense because of what it has been. They can run the ball. They can obviously throw it. But, again, who knows, man? I mean, you look at this game. You look at the Chiefs defense. It's very well stacked up on one side. You look at the Miami offense – beat-up offensive line. You've seen how beat-up offensive lines don't do well in the playoffs. Chiefs Super Bowl against Tampa Bay, Cincinnati Bengals last year against the Chiefs in the NFC Championship game where I think they, what, finished the game with four consecutive sacks, right? They did it again this year in the in the Week 17 matchup. So I think when you look at this game, I wouldn't be surprised, and I'll keep my eye on it, to see where that over-under drops as we get closer to the game, as the temperature drops and more and more people drive over to the state of Kansas from Missouri to place a bet to be like, I'm hammering the under, I'm hammering the under, I'm hammering, because that's what judges those lines. The more people start doing it, Vegas will start to react to it. Speaking of Vegas and betting and lines and spreads and money lines and gambling, Alex Gold, the other co-host of Cody and Gold, will join the show on the other side, but I forgot to do it last time, and I hate that I did because I didn't have a clean slate. But don't forget, don't forget, Chiefs fans, I didn't forget this time. Arrowhead's considered one of the loudest stadiums in America. College or pro, it'll be nine below. Everybody's going to be wearing a ski mask. People aren't going to be standing and cheering. They're going to be huddled, wearing wool. Trying to stay warm, wearing something over their mouths. Home field advantage via the crowd. Done. Pretty brutal, brutal day for some Kansas fans when it comes to television, right? KU, Oklahoma, number three versus number nine, ESPN Plus. Chiefs, Dolphins, Peacock. Now, I know, I know that if you're local, it's here. You know, you can go to 41 KSHB, you're going to get the game. There's no there's no problem with that. In fact, you could even get some bunny ears. little annoying, little, little annoying that this game's on Peacock. It should be the Cleveland-Houston game. Maybe that should be the game. I'm sure there are Peacock rights where they're like, we want, the, we want a big game, and they get this one. And then there's Kansas-Oklahoma that's on ESPN+. Plus. Like, you get Kentucky and Texas A&M on ESPN. Put that damn game on ESPN+. Plus. Either way, either way. Alex Gold joins the show. I feel like you have some sort of agreement with me on this. Yeah, look, I, I think the the fact that the game is on Peacock, unfortunately, is something we're probably going to have to start getting used to. The NFL is kind of the last holdout league of, you know, offering games, quote unquote, for free over the air. And unfortunately, like, I think this is just the beginning. And it just so happens it's the Chiefs game. I guess what's weird about that is if you're in KC, like you said, you can watch it here on 41 uh, locally. But mm-hmm. If the Chiefs were not the Peacock game, anybody that wanted to watch a playoff game in Kansas City would have only had the option to pay. So I'm actually viewing it as of, oh, I, you know, theoretically don't have to even worry about Peacock this weekend if I live in KC. Yeah, my buddy who lives in St. Louis, he told me, he's like, yeah, I did it. He's like, I paid six bucks. I'll cancel the subscription tomorrow or tonight after the game. And he's like, I had to do it. He's like, they don't have it here. We don't have a local station that carries the game. And right. Like, That's interesting because, you know, the Chiefs have obviously expanded their market in the state with the you know, Kroenke taking his team to L.A. But 
either way, uh, goal, we'll get to your predictions here in a little bit, but there seems to be a lot of, uh, of lines that are piquing my interest today. I really don't like, uh, home underdogs in the playoffs. So I start with that with Houston versus Cleveland. And last I looked, Houston is a two and a half point dog at home in the playoffs. First Joe Flacco in that Cleveland defense. What say Alex goal when it comes to that game? Yeah, man, I think this is the toughest game to figure out the entire weekend. I mean, we could go through all six, and I think this is the toughest one to figure out. I lean a little bit towards Cleveland, but at the same time, I mean, Joe Flacco is still making mistakes, and he's been able to get away with it. Like, as good as he's played, if you go look, I mean, he's throwing picks. He's going to throw an interception or two today, but their defense has been so good. And then on the flip side, C.J. Stroud, the last time he played what I would consider a similar defense, the, the Jets, let's say, they only scored six points against the Jets, and C.J. Stroud had like 94 yards passing. And so I'm wondering to see, did he learn anything from that game against the Jets? I think he did. I actually believe both teams are going to score today. I kind of like the over. I know a lot of people are on the under. If I'm making any bet in that Texans-Browns game, it's the over. I think it's at 43 or 44 right now. And way to segue into the over-runner, because I think that if I'm doing a two-game parlay, which I normally don't do uh, often on on these type of bets, but I think I would take... The I think I would take Miami plus five, but I would take the under. I think the Chiefs win. I just don't know if the Chiefs win by a touchdown or six points, but I definitely don't see the over of 43 and a half being scored. Am I wrong on that? Well, I love the under as well, right? I mean, I, I think you're 100% right about the under. I mean, that, that particular number, and it's dropped all week long to 43 and a half in, in the Chiefs game. I mean, you just look at, one, the weather. we all well aware of the atmosphere uh, and the weather outside. But then the Chiefs' offense, I, I mean, I don't believe they're fixed just because of how good they looked against Cincinnati. I think they still have their issues. I think the Dolphins are going to want to run the ball. Therefore, we're talking about clock being used. You know, the, the Chiefs in the second half are 15-2 and two to the under this year. Uh, six of their – the last six games that Arrowhead have got under. And then the Dolphins, I think three of their last four have got under. So, no, I, I'm all about the under today. I, I'm with you. As far as the spread – yeah, if you can get the Dolphins at five instead of four and a half, I think it starts to get interesting where I, I would consider leaning more towards the Dolphins to cover the five. I know the four and a half had been the number for much of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, look, I, I think the Chiefs in this particular game, uh, defensively, if they are able to just limit the big play from A-Chan, I, I don't see the Dolphins scoring more than 17. And, and so if that's the case, you know, can the Chiefs get above 20? And that's really what's going to decide whether or not the Chiefs are covering I, I know you probably want me to wait till the end, but like I'm thinking more of a 20 to 16 or 20 to 13 type of game for the Chiefs. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but uh, still not an official score yet. You still kind of threw out a couple of them. But how that's do you right. see that's this? Right. How do you see this game being played uh, between the Chiefs and the Dolphins? Stay in the frigid temperatures with a little bit of a 15 to 25 mile hour wind gust and just numbness in the air. Oh, it's, I mean, it's just miserable walking outside right now. I can't imagine standing there for three and a half or, or four hours. Like, this is really why I have love, to go to the restroom today if he's got to go. Well, I, no, I, that's what I was going to say. Look, I, I love my dog to death. Pets are amazing. But the weather, I mean, it sucks today, though. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, having to get her outside. Anyway, yeah, uh, look, I, I think both teams uh, are going to run the ball. And with that, you're talking about pace of play, and that's why we both like the under a little bit. So I, I think how it plays out is the Chiefs, I do believe we'll be able to get up early in this game, and I think that's going to be the key. I don't believe that uh, this Chiefs defense has given up big plays at all today. So I think the Dolphins will run the ball. They'll be able to move the ball a little bit, but I think they're actually going to be forced to make a decision a lot. Are we going to kick a field goal with Sanders, or are they going to go for some fourth downs? I could see the Chiefs defense giving up some yards, but buckling down near the red zone, and then it's going to come down to 
you know, some of these fourth down stops, which the Chiefs, of course, came up with a huge one against Cincinnati a couple weeks ago. So I think this is a fairly close game, um, but I believe in the Chiefs' defense, and for that reason, I'll go ahead and say it's actually 20-13. to 13. Give me the Chiefs to cover. Give me the under in the game as well. And I also like Travis Kelsey to go over the 50 now, 59 and a half yards receiving. Ooh, all right. Well, hey, I don't want to keep you from your Jayhawks. I know they're playing Oakland. What is the score of that game, by the way? 19-14 KU. So we'll see. Hopefully, you know, this is a bounce-back game for the Hawks. They, they certainly look like crap against UCF. And they pissed away a 13-point lead in a parlay set by yours truly. Oh, there it is. Well, they just they, they stopped giving the ball to Hunter Dickinson in that game. I don't understand the problem. I don't understand what the process was with that. Maybe it was the zone defense from UCF. I have no idea, but Hunter Dickinson needs way more touches than he had. I know it's a great the story today, though, is Johnny Furphy, man, the young kid, the yeah. freshman, giving him uh, some energy off the bench. That, or, uh, well, not off the bench anymore. He's in the lineup tonight. That guy's going to get late if he goes to the Hawk. Alex Gold, we'll talk to you again <laughs> on Monday. You know the story of Kansas basketball players. We'll talk to you Monday. Have a good time. Enjoy the game, man. All right, man. You too. See you. Later. 20 to 13. Again, another under. You can kind of see where we are going on this. Quentin, are you going to bet on this game today? We are in Kansas. I haven't gotten into the sports gambling. You softy. Good for you, though. Actually, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not good. Um, It actually is really good. Somebody says on the text line, I'm uh, parlaying Chiefs plus three and a half and under 50 and a half minus 112. Okay, there you go. That might be a safe little bet there. Uh, Somebody from the 417 just got back from my trip to Kansas. Dan and KCK. Hi, Dusty. The sun is out here. The sun is very out now, man. I'm loving this. It's like he called my bluff. Said, oh, yeah, the sun's acting like he's out here. It is shining now, so I do love that. Give me some warmth, even though that is not going to happen as wind is going to pick up here in the next hour. Um, Let's see here. Stream East up record numbers today, baby. Yep, absolutely, no doubt. Peacock has all that WWE, though. People don't know what they're missing. Yeah, I guess, unless you're just going to watch the Attitude Era. I don't need to see the Ruthless Aggression Era. You just need the Attitude Era. Coming up on the other side, we wrap up Cody and Gold's show, and we get you Drew Nixon. Drew Nixon, Cincinnati's own. What's it going to be like when he watches playoff football that doesn't involve his team? Also, what is the crowd going to look like, Quentin? Because it seems like the crowd's going to get more and more pissed off because we've only got three more times to play this audio clip. Arrowhead's considered one of the loudest stadiums in America. College or pro, it'll be nine below. Everybody's going to be wearing a ski mask. People aren't going to be standing and cheering. They're going to be huddled, wearing wool, trying to stay warm, wearing something over their mouths. Home field advantage via the crowd. Done. Game. He will try a 46-yarder from the far hash at 3.03 to go in the game. This would put the Chiefs up by eight if he can nail this. Left to right as we view it. Placement is down. Butker's kick. It is up. Nailed it! Six made field goals by Harrison Butker. At 2.59 to go in the game, that is a career high for Harrison Butker. Six field goals made. The Chiefs lead 25-17. Chiefs are three wide. Tight end right is Gray. Kelsey goes over that same way. Snap to Mahomes, looking right. Fade pattern, man open. Caught! Rice at the 45-40 of Cincinnati. 30-25. Down inside the 15 to the 10-yard line. Rushy Rice with a gigantic go route. 
of over 60 yards down to the Cincinnati 11-yard line. 67 yards to Rice. And with that, we'll bring on our next contestant on the show, Drew Nixon of Cody and Gold, their producer slash co-host as well. Drew, how are you on this afternoon? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm not surprised that you decided to play uh, all of those sound bites from Mitch from okay. a little bit ago. I thought it said Chargers. I didn't. I I thought it said LAC, but I guess it said CIN. I I gotta get oh, nice checked. Okay. All right. I suffer from dyslexia. Um, <laughs> yeah. So welcome to to playoff time in Kansas City. I know this is a new season for you, but uh, what have you kind of seen? As uh, you're uh, you're getting your feet wet, or I guess frozen uh, around this time of year, and like, what's been a biggest surprise for you that you didn't think maybe you'd see from uh, from like playoff uh, time in Kansas City? Um, I think you know just the I, I knew the fan base was you know one of the best and most passionate in the NFL, but I didn't realize everybody buys it, even from like day one. So I got here in August and. Uh, I didn't know about the Red Friday situation. Everybody's super passionate about the Chiefs, obviously, but it's not like you're just excited on Sundays. People all throughout the week, the anticipation builds and, and all of that stuff. And particularly now with you know Tyreek Hill coming back to Arrowhead instead of just playing the Chiefs, it's in Arrowhead. Even though it's freezing cold, the, the crowd is going to be, I would assume, as amped up as, as they are normally. And uh, it's been really good. Even the vibe last night at our uh, – the Pilsner party. I mean, just from talking to people, they're they're psyched up and and excited about uh, being in the playoffs yet again. As you know, fans have become accustomed to here in Kansas City. You seem to always be kind of cool, calm, and collected when it comes to sports takes. What is your opinion on this Buffalo game getting moved? Um, I I really don't. I guess I'll use the conservative approach. I really it doesn't matter to me that much. I think it's interesting that they decided to move it. I personally, I was talking to my wife yesterday. Uh, and my dad, I was like, I'm looking forward to watching this game in the snow and everything like that. And, and it's going to be a six to three nail biter. But uh, it seems like we might still get that sort of a game. But uh, it's interesting when you move a playoff game, especially to a weekday like Monday, where it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day um, and people might have the day off. But having a game in the middle of the afternoon, it'll be interesting to see how many people can actually tune into it and It'll be a little bit weird on a Monday afternoon having a game, I guess. You're uh, you're fairly new to Kansas City. What would have been uh, what would have been the the persuasion for you to have somebody come up to you and say, "Hey, would you like to go watch the game tomorrow against the Dolphins in the playoffs? We don't have a suite. We're upper deck, row row one, fifty yard line." Uh, you're you're saying what would I take that or would it no, what, saying, what would it take like, for me to yeah what would it take for you to go to this game today row one fifty yard line upper deck feeling the breeze oh god um jeez it would take it would take a lot you know I, I obviously the tickets would have to be free I would be given the tickets mm-hmm. I would have to uh, dress in multiple layers I saw on Twitter this morning somebody posted their their fit and they put on like eight layers of clothes, including like three jackets. I would be, that would be me. I, I to me, I I'm like C dot. And I don't know if people have listened to C dot over the course of the week. It, you can't get me out there. I, I wouldn't do it for this game. Uh, if they were playing the Bengals, for example, and Joe Burrow was playing, I probably would find a way, but I don't know if you could get me out there. Even if you gave me lower bowl tickets, top like front row, I wouldn't do it. It's too cold. Yeah, I, okay. I'm not, I'm not down with the cold. Speaking of what the weather is, what these teams are, um, 
where do you see this or how do you see this game playing out? Miami versus Kansas City in Kansas City, seven fifteen uh, on uh, on this chilly to the bone Saturday night. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it, it'll be one of it'll be just like the one in Germany. But I think it'll come down to the Chiefs' offense. They'll have a shot to go win it late. It'll be seventeen to seventeen, back and forth, ball in Patrick Mahomes' hands. Two minutes left to go in the game. You got to get all the way down and kick a field goal. I think they do it. And I think a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about throughout the week on Cody and Gold is utilizing Pacheco in the run game, particularly with this one, with how cold it is. The Dolphins are really beat up. They have struggled on defense in general against really elite teams. If you can dominate the line of scrimmage and feed Pacheco, maybe if he gets 20 touches, whether it's through the air or on the ground individually, uh, whatever it may be. If he touches the ball 20 times, you can wear down a defense when it's this cold outside where it gets to the fourth quarter and they don't even want to be outside anymore. It's so cold that if Pacheco, the way that he runs, is is having success, I feel like they can ride him and in, in, in his you know tenacious running style all the way to a, a victory. And I think they get it done 20-17. Uh, to 17. Harrison Bucker makes two field goals and People in Kansas City are happy. 2017, the Kansas City Chiefs win. And again, the under hits with another prediction is where we are trending in this day. Are you, uh, you'll be able to eat today, right? No Cincinnati playing. So you'll be able to sit back, enjoy the game and have a good, what is your, what is your day look like with the wife today? Uh, well, today we're going to watch the, the Browns and Texans game. Get to get a little bit warmed up for that and everything, but we're going to order some pizza. Mm. And uh, I think we're going to go to the other place and snag a pizza and uh, have some good, um, pizza before we have the Chiefs game. I, I will be able to eat, which is nice. Uh, I won't be too stressed out. I'll be uh, able to just sit back and enjoy and, and watch the game, which is nice. All right, man. Well, you enjoy it. Thanks for coming on, and we'll be ready for Monday when you guys get going again uh, for the week that hopefully is another uh, another playoff week because, of course, content, and it's easy when the Chiefs are winning and they're in the playoffs. So, Drew, enjoy the game. Stay warm and uh, enjoy the company of your other half. All the best, Dusty, and don't normally say this, but go Chiefs. There you go. There you go. See, he's been bit by the bug, man. He's been bit by that con- that that contagious Chiefs fandom bug. Yesterday, you're here for eight months, and you're already a fan. Yesterday, uh, I know you were you were working, so you didn't see, but he was wearing a Chiefs the jacket yesterday. Mm. Like he was wearing. Uh, I think Gold got him a like a over. Yeah. For his uh, for pullover. Christmas, yeah, pullover for Christmas. And uh, he was wearing it. Now, he did have a vest over it, so he was kind of hiding it. But uh, it now still he's saying, red. go Chiefs. Maybe next time he heads out, there won't be a vest covering it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of that Buffalo game getting moved, Quentin did some work this morning on a story that came out of Buffalo. Listen to this. Grab a shovel. <laughs> because it wouldn't be Buffalo without some snow. Including the parking lots, 100,000 ton of snow has blasted the Ralph, leaving the stadium covered in white. The Bills reached out to the people of Buffalo for some help. Support from the community was overwhelming as fans grabbed a shovel to clear 75,000 seats and an entire NFL field right here in Orchard Park. And to sufficiently clear just one section of Ralph Wilson Stadium with 25 people shoveling takes roughly two and a half hours and the process is long and timely. There are 110 sections in the stadium, times 2.5 is 275 hours of shoveling. We're asking everybody to, you know, that comes down to wear warm clothing. We, we are supplying the shovels and you know, 
$10 an hour, you know. And with the help of the community, the stadium will be cleared for a snowy home game at Ralph Wilson Stadium. Did that man really say $10 an hour? I think he did. That is the saddest thing in the world. And I know about making low minimum wage per hour. I can get into that, but I'm not. I don't want to get fired. Um, there's no way in the right name of hell that I would go help shovel stadium seating, whatever, parking lot for $10 an hour. No. In fact, we can have this little discussion because then we get the we get the cherry on top on the other side as Jay Binkley will join us as we wrap this show up. Quentin, I would need $100 an hour. And I would need next season's tickets paid for at home. And that's it. I would work five hours, make my 500, do my due diligence. And then I would be like, and then when I leave, here's the sticky note. Here's my name, address, email, phone number, season tickets to the games next year. I, I'm, I'm with you on, on the cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that in terms of the tickets, I think I would just take a ticket to you know next week's playoff game, assuming yeah. they win. They got to have like a special snow shoveling section, you know, where everybody yeah. who came in to, to shovel snow, they're You're all not invited even, to the next game. To, to piggyback off top of that, you know how, and again, I'm not making fun of veterans or people that have been through traumatic times in life when they celebrate them on the field. I would want to have that day there you go, where yeah. they bring everybody out on the field like, let's give it up to our shoveling crew last year's playoff. Frank, James, Dusty. Whatever, I want that recognition too. I want a hundred dollars an hour, and I want a full slate of tickets for the next season. After yeah, you, that, I'm done. You I don't get need tickets else. to the home opener, and before the home opener, you get to go onto the field and get the Damn whole right. experience. Yeah, I want to see that playing flower of the stadium. I want to hear the national anthem inside my brain. I want to be recognized. You know what I mean? Somebody from the eight one six. I'd need sweet tickets for that, dude. I don't get off my couch for less than sixty an hour. Like legit, that's what I make for labor rates. Yeah, 10 bucks. 10 bucks. And, and, you know, you can't, it's not like you can do it for, you know, 10 hours and make 100 bucks. That there was so much snow dumped up in Buffalo. Little, it was like a foot of snow. Little Scotty that lives in Lee Summit suburbs is making more than 10 bucks a driveway. Yeah. 10 bucks from an NFL franchise? 913. That's why their poverty ass franchise will never, with, never win anything. Yeah, that matters. According to the Twitter post, it was 20 bucks an hour. Kiss my ass. I'm doing it for more than 20 hours. I know they can afford it. 20 bucks an hour. I want 100 bucks an hour. I want season tickets to the next year's season, not for the rest of my life, and I want to be recognized in front of everybody in the stadium on the opening game. Last year ended... Pretty sadly for the Bills, they lost to the Chiefs in the divisional round, but you know what they got here, How? And you know how they did it? These fine, brave individuals who helped shovel our parking lot and everybody's section so they could sit down and watch our miserable-ass Buffalo team. Signed, whoever. They. Uh, what's funny is in, the, in that news report, they showed a picture, like a, a camera shot, of yeah. just some of the snow they piled up in the south parking lot. They live next to a lake. It's so big that they were using dump trucks to pile yeah. onto it. Sometimes you need an excavator, you know? Who do you think is... Less popular in Kansas City. Dusty Likens or Colin Coward? Grab a shovel. Oh, wrong one. Grab a shovel. Not that. You want this. Arrowhead's considered one of the loudest stadiums in America. College or pro, it'll be nine below. Everybody's going to be wearing a ski mask. 
People aren't going to be standing and cheering. They're going to be huddled, wearing wool, trying to stay warm, wearing something over their mouths. Home field advantage via the crowd. Done. You hear this song, you know who's on the other side. The one, the only. Jay Binkley joins the show now. The uh, the creator, the founder, the co-host of the Character Concerns podcast. The guy that mocked Patrick Mahomes to the Chiefs. The guy that told you there'd be lots of years of success. The guy who cried when Nick Saban said he's retiring. He joins the show now. Binkley, how are you? Good morning, Dusty. How you doing, Dusty? Man? I'm great, man. Ready for playoffs? Yeah, I'm, man. I'm 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 getting there, man. I've already I've got my stop on the way home. It's to quick trip, get a little bit of gas, yes. pick up a thirty pack of Bush Light, and then we're back to the house. Well, that's what you got to do, man. You got to get those stops down. Mm-hmm. Just, just stop at the QT. Mm-hmm. Um, I know your car's already up and running now because you got mm-hmm. to work this morning. So yep. at least you got that part uh, uh, done. Uh, not looking forward to get on the highways here in a little bit. No, no, no. I'm. Uh, I'm no. I've been watching people drive. It looks like it's all right. I mean, the snow that came down. I've never understood the saying that it can be too cold to snow. If you ever believed that this morning. <laughs> debunked every belief you had because it's it's uh it's nine degrees outside right now or six i'm sorry it's six degrees outside right now and it still snowed so that is not that is that is fake news when people say that it yeah it's, it's not necessarily snow. being on the roads it's just <laughs> let your car sit for like nine or ten hours you know right yeah i've been going out uh and hitting the automatic start between breaks just to make sure it stays warm and thawed uh speaking of warm and thawed and weather what is your opinion on Buffalo and, and the Steelers getting that game moved to Monday at 4.30 Eastern time? Well, I mean, hey, what they're saying is it's, uh, it doesn't have anything to do with the game or the game flow because it would have been a fun game to watch. But, you know, I guess getting the fans to the game would have been difficult. It takes a lot of emergency personnel um, out of doing what they normally do uh, to do that. The people that work at the stadium, getting to the stadium, it was going to be a major issue for those that work around it and or, you know, try to get to the stadium. To be honest with you, looking and talking to some people from Buffalo that do radio out there, like, hey, if we put a dome stadium, this game still would have been moved because they would have the same problem trying to get the fans to the game. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I am one of those guys, like you see this initially, and you're like, oh, come on, Buffalo, really? And it's like, yeah. well, they moved a Chiefs game a couple of years back when they played Pittsburgh. The ice, you know, that they thought was coming never did. Um, but again, you do have to worry about public safety. You got to think about people that are, you know, possibly going to be without power. But the one thing that comes into my mind about all of this is that really threw me for a loop is that Buffalo is building a new stadium. And the only thing that they've done that changed, they said, well, we're going to have heated seats. If you live in Buffalo or you have a team in Buffalo, you have to have a dome. And I know people hate domes in football because it's not the real elements of football, but I'd rather have a dome knowing that I could play my scheduled game because what if there are people that can't go to the game Monday now that we're having tickets to the game on Sunday? I don't, I mean, it just it doesn't, make, it doesn't make sense. Like, if you're going to play in Buffalo and these things happen, you think it's like building an outdoor stadium in Minnesota when baseball starts in the end of March. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, you're going to have to have people go then. It's, in the, it's on a work day uh, in the middle of time. I mean, you got to think about people. It's a 3.30 game. You know, most people in this country work till 5 or 6 o'clock, so – that does suck. And, of course, those fans that had tickets that game, what are they going to do? But the bottom line is they got to do something because this is the second year in a row where they've had to uh, change the game. Remember last year they were going to get so much snow 
they decided to play a home game in Detroit. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it was a Buffalo home game in Detroit, and the dumb thing was they didn't have the team stay at a team hotel. And I was like, I even asked somebody from Buffalo, I was like, what are you guys doing? So Because everybody went and plowed, got plowed out of their houses. And they were showing all these people, you know, get all these fans help and, you know, people that work for the city to help them get out of their, their houses. Well, that way it was because they allowed them to stay in their houses. They should have all stayed in a team hotel that we were, they were all in one place. But anyway, Buffalo doesn't know what the hell they're doing. How do you see this game getting played out today? You know what? I think it's a very, very low-scoring game. I think that uh, Miami's going to try to do what's uh, been the Chiefs' Achilles heel the last couple of games, and that's uh, run the football a lot, time of possession. Uh, but I don't think it's enough. I think the Chiefs end up uh, – I think you'll see one Butker field goal. It's going to be tough to kick out there. Really tough. I see 17-14, to 14, Chiefs. 17-14 is your score prediction. We can put you on record with that? That's fine. All right. Jay Binkley, he'll be on tonight with the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Bink, uh, you'll have another Character Concerns podcast, I'm, I'm certain, in the future. And yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hear from you uh, tonight after the Chiefs game is concluded. Hopefully a Chiefs win. And then it's either off to Buffalo or it's what? Houston and Kansas City. Who knows? I don't know what's going on. Maybe not Houston. Yeah, go Pittsburgh. That's right. Go Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Bigly, take care. Stay warm. And I hope you're wearing pants today. I am, actually. See you this, man. Later. Jay Binkley, uh, there on the show. You can hear him after the game. You can hear him during the game. You can hear him on Twitter, on wherever you find it. Quentin, it's our time. It's our time to give our predictions uh, for this Chiefs game. Would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? Um, I, I don't even remember. I guess I could look at the other scores that were given earlier today. I've got them right here. I just, I don't want to give the same one, but I think, I think Alex might've taken my score prediction. Uh, I wanted to say 13, 20, uh, with the Dolphins scoring a late touchdown to make it look a little bit closer than it Uh was. Um, but we'll change that up. We'll call it 20, 23, 13. Okay. And just to add an extra field goal for Kansas city. And Jay Binkley said 17, 14, I believe. Yeah. Dusty Likens prediction. This is my prediction. Run the damn ball. Be the better team. Be the experienced team. Beat Tyreek Hill twice in one year and go win this game. Like, I think you can win this game 23 to 13. That's my score. That's what I like. That's what I've been on. I said it last night. I think that's where this game is. I'm going to tinker it down. I'm going to tease it. 23-10, to 10, the Kansas City Chiefs win. I think they get out to an early lead. I think the weather shocks the Miami Dolphins. I think the Chiefs get out to a 13-0 lead, and at that point, I do believe the game will be over. I think Miami will score maybe a touchdown before the half. Chiefs get the ball in the second half, get three or even maybe seven, and after that, it is officially over. But I will say the Chiefs win 23-10. to 10. That'll be my final game prediction. Just go be the Chiefs. Go be those team. Go be that team. Miami ain't you. You ain't them. You've been in the playoffs before. You've got plenty of games on your resume. You've got Patrick Mahomes. You've got Andy Reid. You got Travis Kelsey. Hell, you got Taylor Swift. Let that lady let her man's have a touchdown in the playoffs. And let's see the roof get blown off this. I almost cussed. I need to calm down. I almost let a cuss word out. The other thing I will say is. All of you fans that are going, you're much braver than I. You're much braver than Quentin. You're much braver than everyone in this entire station. I applaud you. I envy you. I respect you. Take these words and cheer your absolute ass off because there's a guy that's trying to call you out that thinks you won't stand up, that thinks you won't be cheering, that thinks you're going to be covered in wool. Arrowhead's considered one of the loudest stadiums in America. College or pro, it'll be nine below. 
Everybody's going to be wearing a ski mask. People aren't going to be standing and cheering. They're going to be huddled, wearing wool, trying to stay warm, wearing something over their mouths. Home field advantage via the crowd. Done. That's Colin Coward telling you fans that you're not going to stand up, that you're going to be too covered up, you're going to be too cold. He doesn't know Kansas City. Let people see who Kansas City is. Hell, half of you have been outside the stadium since 3 o'clock in the morning. I envy that as well. One thing I wish you all envy is what I'm about to say. Go do nice things for people. Even if it's Saturday, it's cool to care. It could change their day, week, month, or even their year. I love you, Kansas City. Stay warm. Stay safe. Thanks to Carly Ritter. Thanks to everybody that joined the show from the station. Thanks to Quentin, who did everything today. Immaculate job. Kansas City, enjoy the game.